This podcast is not a therapy service, a substitute for therapy, and does not provide diagnosis, but rather information, knowledge, and a conversation about mental health, culture, and society. You're listening to Chismes y Consejos with Justine Medrano. Testing, testing, one, two, one, two, we are on. Hello, hello. <laughs> hey. It's gone? Yeah, so, Gin hey. habla, right? First Hola. podcast. Um, welcome, you are listening to Chisme and Consejos with Justine Madrano. We have a special guest today, Aaliyah Madrano, my precious little sister. Oh, hello, everyone. Hey, so my sister proposed that a lot of the time on podcast, uh, people want to know who they're listening to. Hmm. So I offered for her to interview me. Um, it's an honor. Yeah, thanks for coming. She's all the way here from Seattle. What, what? <laughs> So um, I'm just going to let her take it away and see see what questions she's got. <clears throat> Y'all ready for this? Um, so this podcast we are dedicating to Beyonce. Uh, yes, Beehive. <laughs> <laughs> the Homecoming album just came out and we are writing a high for sure. Um, but I think this podcast is a really cool opportunity to kind of dive into some really interesting topics. And my sister Tina is... Or Justine. Justine. <laughs> I call her Tina. You guys can't. <laughs> I go by Justine in the professional world, but um, but I think it's a really cool opportunity to kind of dive into some topics that maybe um, we don't talk to or talk about too much. So I think um, tune in, subscribe, and we're gonna get into it. Um, but I think the title "Chismes y Consejos" is a really fun, creative, unique, um, catchy, if you will. Yes. Um, so I kind of wanted to like. Talk about what is Cheesemas to you? What are some of your memories of Cheesemas? What, yeah. what, what is that? Yeah. So, uh, being a Latina female, you know, we grow up in a world of, you know, culturally the Cheesemas, right? Mm. For example, like yesterday, I was at my cousin's house and one of our friends came and she's like, oh, the Cheesemas lit, but I gotta go. Mm-hmm. So, it's just kind of like, <clears throat> I think it's a mixture of like catching up. It's about gossip. Mm-hmm. It's about those like, you know, old school stories like hey ponte vapuru on the feet and you'll be better in the Mm -hmm, morning mm -hmm. (laughs) um which i mean i feel like there's some truth to that but also i'm like there's science to that (laughs) (laughs) yeah like yesterday my abuelita was like yeah you know your cousin daniel by the way shout out to my cousin daniel he um hooked it up with the jingle he hooked it up putting all this equipment together because i'm not tech savvy so we all have that cool cousin yeah that's he's, you, daniel <laughs> that's you um so yeah so she was saying how he was little he got a fever and she put an egg on his stomach mm-hmm. and his like fever broke and i was like oh well abuelita like what <laughs> So, um, those are kind of like the cheesemas and then also like, Hey, did you hear so-and-so blah, 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 like shaved her head. Actual gossip. Yeah. Like busted a Britney from like 2007 and I was like, she shaved her head. What? (laughs) (laughs) She needs some consejos. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So. 
So um, I just thought it was catchy. Uh, this podcast, you know, I want it to be about mental health mm-hmm. um, in a fun, entertaining way, but also kind of bringing in that culture piece yeah. and that society piece and how all that impacts mental health and how we definitely. navigate the world. Um, so, yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And then consejos. I think mental health and just kind of diving into that is something that a lot of people don't want to talk about all the time because I think it's tough stuff. And so I think being able to kind of tie that all in together is so important. Um, Mm -hmm. When did you start thinking about like the importance of mental health and like, why is that an important conversation to have with yourself, with family, especially with friends? Yeah. So, um, you know, one of seven um (laughs) we are (laughs) we are one of seven uh we are a huge family Mm -hmm. uh i think there's tons of dynamics that play in our family um i feel that you know my role in the family has usually been mediator peacekeeper Mm kind of trying to like fix stuff and i think my professional background is like you know done a lot of school tried going into law side note tina has done a ton of school i think for most of my life she's been in school um and i think that all of her education has touched on so many important ideas and topics that really will impact like moving forward as you are in the career that you're in of counseling and what that looks like so yeah yeah important Um, thing to know yeah so you know i i think i tried all these different routes and they weren't really tapping into my passion Mm -hmm. or being fulfilled um and then I remember coming like have a coming to Jesus moment as they say the aha moment (laughs) yeah where everyone's like dude you should just be a therapist and I was like I I don't know I just feel like I've come so far in this other like route I'm doing Mm -hmm. um but I like went into nature like tapped into my wild woman and was like (laughs) who am I? (laughs) Like, why am I here? Yeah. Um, and I realized like, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm going to go for this like therapy route. And I think it was the best choice I've ever made because not only have I been able to grow personally, Mm -hmm. um, but also like grow professionally. I'm challenged every day, but I'm also like reigniting my passion every day, like by helping Mm -hmm. others. And I see like, because a lot of my clients are like Latinx, like I see how our culture and our families impact our mental health mm-hmm. and how we just like function in the world. Yeah. Um, so I think like I just I feel like just talking about it because culturally it's so stigmatized it's mm-hmm. like when we talk about it we're like oh well we're not crazy it's only crazy people i'm like Definitely. bro i go to therapy every week too like we should all go to therapy yeah. <laughs> and i think that like i mean we grew up like being told that if you you are depressed or experiencing anxiety or whatever it is that like something's wrong and like you're not okay or whatever the case was and so i think when you're young and you're having these feelings and like that's what you're hearing it's so harmful as opposed to like Mm -hmm. no you're feeling this way let's talk about it Mm -hmm. um here are some like really like helpful coping skills and like i think that's something we didn't we didn't have and i I, one of my earliest memories i think within our family was just like experiencing sadness and like just wanting to cry and people telling me like no you don't have time to cry like don't cry why are you crying yeah don't cry it's fine everything's gonna be okay and it's like yeah i mean everything is gonna be okay but there also is those like little moments where you can just be sad for a little bit and i'm turning 25 and it's like i'm barely getting comfortable with like oh yeah i can cry (laughs) (laughs) it's okay mija yeah exactly um so i think yeah you're pushing back against a lot of 
um, stigmas and a lot of like cultural norms that are not totally accepting of that. Yeah, no, uh, I'm definitely excited for this one like podcast, but two just like chapter in my life where, you know, I'm embracing, um, just learning about myself, learning about the profession, mm-hmm. learning about my clients and applying it all together. And sometimes it could be really messy and other times it's really amazing and impactful and inspiring. Mm-hmm. And so not only am I getting expi- inspired by, you know, my own clients, but I'm also getting inspired by our family yeah. and um, just like the steps that you know, everyone's taking to make themselves better, whether it's working out, whether it's mental health, whether Mm -hmm. it's eating better. Self-care, baby. Yeah, (laughs) self-care. What, what? I'm all about that. (laughs) So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. And I think it's... I'm muy excited. (laughs) Como se dice? Um, Yeah. And I think as someone in the family, being a part of such a large family and like even starting to have these conversations, I'm already seeing like some of the younger people in our family and even the older people having these, you know, really tough conversations Mm -hmm. about, um, different emotions or even just that idea of like chasing your dream and like, what does that look like? And, um, I think, yeah, finding those aha moments and knowing that like progress is not linear and like success looks different to everyone. And I think your story definitely like taps into that. And like, this is just the start of this chapter. And so I'm here for it. (laughs) Um, while I was thinking about, I mean, your hopes and dreams for this podcast, and we can get into that in a little bit, but what would you say is the best piece of, of advice you've received in your life? In my whole life? Your whole life. Maybe it's a couple pieces. Maybe yeah. it's good advice. Maybe it was bad advice, but good in the moment. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly think one of the best advice is just uh, being able to say no mm. and not feeling bad about it. Because mm-hmm. um, I think there's like this piece in our particular family maybe it's culturally maybe it's society maybe it's like a gender thing i don't know that like as a woman like we are meant to be you know really um kind of like serving accommodating accommodating Mm -hmm. yes um very you know maternal in a way um and i think i've always kind of struggled to kind of balance where it's more of the yeah yeah I can do that like Mm -hmm. how can I help how can I help oh yeah like I could do that I'll do my thing later and being able to put myself first and not feel like I'm being selfish um and really take care of myself because ultimately if I can't do that like I can't take care of anyone else totally um and so I think that's a huge huge shift in my life is being able to say no not feeling guilty not Mm -hmm. feeling bad um and also bring and by that I am like domino effect over here Mm -hmm. you know doing more self-care like having more of that like work-life balance Mm -hmm. um and it is a struggle so I mean I think that was probably the best piece I've of advice I've ever gotten was like you can say no and it's okay. Yeah, (laughs) it's totally fine. Yeah, like, don't trip. (laughs) Exactly. And I think also once you start saying no, like, obviously it's shocking because you're upsetting the the norm that you've kind of had in your life. But after a while, it it becomes the norm. So maybe at first it's really challenging because you're like, oh, God, they're going to be mad at me. Or I think I'm such a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, or like, I'm being so selfish. And I think that word alone has some, like, harmful connotations. But being able to kind of 
reset those qualities of, of your role in the family or whatever that looks like, or even professionally, or mm-hmm. I mean, socially, sometimes our social calendars fill up and I'm, I definitely have this happen where it's like, I'm going to do all these things. And yeah, I want to get a pedicure with you. And yeah, I want to get coffee with you. And by the end of the week, I've had zero time for myself. And I know that, that I need that. And so. I feel like when you, when we, as people do that, like we become exhausted yeah. and then it's almost like we become grumpy and it's okay to have to recharge. Like mm-hmm. it's okay to be like, you know what? I think I kind of just want to read a book or like watch, watch Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. I just want to watch Beyonce on repeat. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Um, kind of on that like same vein going to your younger self. Cause I feel like we, we grow and we change. And, um, I think of like, little middle school you or high school you and like oh, I was very God. young so Tina's eight years older than me and so I was little running around wreaking havoc and she was like trying to go to school and like be cool <laughs> yeah and I think like that's something our middle school selves I think like experience so much and have this like pressure and we're growing and there's hormones and there's like all these things that we're kind of we're starting to understand. So like, what's one thing you would go back and tell your middle school self? Oh my gosh. I would tell her so many things like butterfly clips are not cool, but they are cool. (laughs) (laughs) Like that glitter eyeshadow girl has got to go. (laughs) Um, but I would definitely just give little me a huge hug Mm. because I think along with that emotional support that I feel I lacked, um, there's also, like, that affection mm-hmm. that I think I needed yeah. then. So I would definitely bring in little Tina and, like, give her a huge hug and be like, girl, you're, like, beautiful. Mm-hmm. You're strong. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be okay. Rather than being like, don't cry. Like, you know, you're going to be fine. Wow. And, like, re- repressing stuff but also ignoring and avoiding. Um, so I think definitely a huge hug and just say, like, you got this, like, you're Mm. beautiful, like, you're so strong, like, Mm. you're gonna be okay, and you're amazing, like, I definitely would have said that to younger me, even, like, Mm -hmm. two years ago me. Last week, you. (laughs) Yeah, last week, girl, you you killed it. (laughs) You are beautiful, exactly. No, I think that's, like, really beautiful, and such a good reminder, even as, like, adults just functioning Mm -hmm. in the world, trying to understand which way is up, yeah (laughs) we got this like we did not come this far to only come this far i was driving yesterday as i do most days in la (laughs) yeah we live in la (laughs) so i was on the 101 freeway the infamous 101 um rough travel rush oh my goodness rush (laughs) rush hour traffic and i was thinking about one of my clients and um i relate a lot to her just because of like her backstory And I was like, man, like, I could have done this. I could have done that. My life could have gone this way or that way. Hmm. And to see how my life has come about and continues to, like, develop, I'm like, I'm incredible. And I feel like my Mm -hmm. clients are incredible. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm so inspired daily by their resilience Mm -hmm. um and I think that's what gives me hope and I have the ability to reflect that mirror on them like Hmm. you're incredible and Mm -hmm. like I know it's hard right now but like we're we're gonna make it you're gonna make it yeah um so yeah so I I definitely tell old me that (laughs) yeah and like having that self-worth and like recognizing that of like yeah I've been through a lot and this is 
only making me stronger and mm-hmm. yeah the best yeah. is yet to come yes. yes um i think kind of also going off that i think we should talk about love languages because i feel like oh, you giving yourself a hug i think really kind of <laughs> shines a light and i think love languages are really fun to kind of just talk about and like unpack because it helps us like know other people better and how to like love on them and then also how to receive love yeah so Uh. first like i mean there's five love languages Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know what they are what is love (laughs) (laughs) i love love um so love languages you know there's um quality of time or yeah quality Mm -hmm. time there's gifts Mm -hmm. there's words of affirmation you got this (laughs) um and there's uh, acts of service and what's the fifth one i'm forgetting it's obviously not my love language oh affection although Wait, i wanted <laughs> affection even though i wanted a hug so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know though i i mean i've known tina for a long time and i feel like you like you mean like physical touch yeah i feel like you like you like a good hug i mean i love all the love languages <laughs> <laughs> like i said i'd love love but yeah. um I would say my love languages are definitely quality of time because mm-hmm. I feel my percep- my perspective is that I don't have a lot of time in yeah. my day um, and I really value my time. So if I'm willing to spend time with you, mm-hmm. like that's showing you like I love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I take that because I mean, that's something that's time. You, you can't get back time. Um, so I'm like, that's definitely a huge, huge love. Like, man, you love me. I love you. Um, you know, I do love a good hug once in a while. I'm not going to lie. And I think younger me definitely was words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. Not so much now. And I think like your love languages can fluctuate or can change throughout time, depending on like your stage of life and what you need. Um, but I feel like you usually have that one dominant like piece, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean, you can you know give love one way receive love another way but that's important right Mm because like if you're Aaliyah's love language is gifts everyone so you know you can (laughs) you can send her whatever you want she she takes everything you can Venmo her I mean I don't know (laughs) and so like her love language is gifts so I could be you know spending all this time with her and she's gonna be like well Tina doesn't love me yeah but I give her like a toaster and she's like oh my god my sister's (laughs) she's obsessed with me (laughs) so I'm like really into cooking and food and things (laughs) Hence the toaster. <laughs> Actually, I got her these really nice pans. Yeah, for anyone who knows, she got me like Crusade pans, which is like legit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know what that was. I was like Googling like French words. I was like, what? I don't know. <laughs> this looks fancy. But yeah, so like that means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. So you would say your receiving is time, mm-hmm. is your giving time as well for the most part? And affection. Yeah, like physical touch. Physical touch, yeah. Yeah, yeah very yeah. touchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I have to be careful because I'm like, <laughs> oh man I want to hug you but like you're my client I don't know if that's okay but like I don't know I'm here for it (laughs) definitely that is an interesting thing to think about like those boundaries in like a professional world and I think also too when you think about um culturally like the kind of different things that we grew up as normal like kind Mm -hmm. of having to balance that and weigh that as we enter into different worlds be it professional or different types of relationships too yeah and I think that's important to take account in the room as a therapist is like being aware of culture because as Latinos, most of us, we see our like big extended family and we know it's like a 30 minute in hug everyone, kiss everyone, start your rounds, start your rounds. (laughs) And then you're like, all right, it's like one in the morning. I think I should probably head out. 
which means I'll be leaving here at like 1.30, 1.45. After I give everyone a hug. Hug and a kiss. So yeah. I noticed that with some of my clients that are, are Latinx, like, you know, they will they will shake your hand. They will give you that hug. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have, and I, and professionally, like, I'm like, yeah, I, I want to receive that because like culturally mm-hmm. you're meeting them there. Yeah. And I think it's also like a sign of like respect. Um where my clients who aren't Latinx, they don't do that. Totally. And I have to be mindful of that too. So, um, yeah, I think, I think all of those things that shape us from our family, from our culture is going to impact the way we, like I said, we Mm -hmm. interact with each other, Mm -hmm. interact with people outside of our family and culture and like how we see and view society in general. And like, that's the biggest thing. Just want to like bring it all in together tied into a little little cute bow yeah a little bow um I have a little story so I moved to Seattle and kind of along the like hugging story is my instinct whenever I meet someone is just to like hug them because that's just like what you do and I remember I don't know probably being there about a year I gave someone a hug I was like I'm a hugger and I thought it was like all cute and afterwards that person like pulled me aside and was like hey like just so you know like I'm extremely introverted and like that made me really uncomfortable and I was like what (laughs) what you're like wow pues está cabrón yeah oh god and like of course I felt shitty and I was just like oh my god I can't believe I put you in that uncomfortable situation and so like now my like gut is to be like can I hug you and like even like having to unlearn that and it's like such a little piece Mm -hmm. um but even that like taking taking that little nugget learning from it and kind of tailoring it to what's comfortable for for me and other people but Anyways, I love that. And even asking for it, like if you're like, dude, I need a hug and you're with people that don't yeah. hug, being like, Can can I get a hug? Like you need to get those mm-hmm, needs filled too. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, like living in different states like we both did. Um yeah. living outside the country like I did, like some of those things, like they're not, you know, <laughs> they're not there. So yeah. having to actually state your needs and I think that's another thing is that hmm being comfortable like trying to first knowing what your need is and two knowing how to communicate it because otherwise you're going to be like what is happening because you're not getting that Mm -hmm. that need filled yeah 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 yeah. and i think at least for me that that plays out in like asking myself those tough questions which is hard to even build a vocabulary around that and i think that's that's something i think spaces like this and other spaces that you can be a part of of like just having those conversations to be like oh that's advocating for myself or whatever those words start to Mm -hmm. become because if you don't have a language for it then it's like I need something and I don't know what it is and I feel like I'm missing it (laughs) but then it's like oh a hug or I need words of affirmation or whatever the case is and I think that's that's really special yeah um cool I want to talk about astrology for a second (laughs) (laughs) okay I'm I'm down well I think it's just like important I'm a Pisces I'm a Pisces (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. I feel like for anyone and not even like oh what's your sign but I think like as you start to like continue doing more episodes like knowing that Tina's a Pisces is really I think fun (laughs) (laughs) we're the best I don't care what anyone says so I would say the same I'm a Sag and I think Sagittarius (laughs) is the best um but how do you feel like whatever qualities that like Pisces have how do you feel like that that plays out for you oh every day? like how am I a Pisces yeah okay um well I am a true <laughs> Pisces I'm like right in the middle um or maybe it's a little bit towards the beginning of it but definitely a dreamer mm-hmm. I am very easygoing so I go with the flow a lot definitely um I don't get 
angered easily, but oh man, do I cry. Like, I'll be watching a Kodak commercial, <laughs> and like, just like the memories are so beautiful. <laughs> like, did you see the dog? <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Um, so I cry all the time. <laughs> Like, in movies, in commercials, in songs. Um, what was the last movie you cried in? On, uh... Beyonce? Yeah. <laughs> I was watching Homecoming um, on Netflix with my cousin, our cousin, um, on Wednesday. And, a couple days ago. Yes. And uh, I got chills. I was like... Because Ali and I, um, we went to Coachella that year, and it was... It was epic, and I and I. It was the peak of my life. <laughs> we left, and we were like, we could die, and it'd be like, fine. <laughs> everything will never be the same. So, um, and if you're not a Beyonce fan, like it's okay, but you can turn off your listening device if you'd like. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> she is a reoccurring thing. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think it was Homecoming. Um, actually, in the next day. I almost teared up in session because I saw like a really beautiful repair between a mother and a son. And explain, explain a repair, a repair. Yeah. So, you know, in all relationships, uh, there's ruptures, um, whether it's a miscommunication or somebody lied or, you know, you just have your own view of somebody and then that person starts like internalizing it. So for example, um, I don't know, like our dad will say things, you know, like some, 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 some not cool things he'll sometimes <laughs> say and like some good things he says too. Like we're, we're not here to bash my dad, but, um, I mean not on this episode anyway. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, like, you know, he'll say things like, oh man, I live in a house full of all these women and like, why is there dishes? And mm. I'm like, there's also four four men yeah. <laughs> like why can't they do the dishes yeah. what uh, <laughs> um and so, so like that might that might you know affect a relationship and so a repair would be like hey dad um when you say those things hmm. they're really sexist and maybe one of the boys can can wash the dishes yeah you know um, so that might be a repair, but sometimes the, the ruptures are so, so deep and the mm. wound is so deep. Mm. And when that's able to be mended and be cared for and be ten like, you know, tenderly just approached, held, and, held yeah. and be, and not, and, you know, just be repaired. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that is when it's really beautiful to witness, yeah. um, and an honor, because there's so much vulnerability that's a part of that. And uh, I think that those moments as a therapist, like sometimes like as a therapist, you're like, damn, that was that was real nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you like yeah. create that space and like hold that space. And that's, I think, so powerful. And often I think in our, our every days, things are happening and life goes on and it's crazy. And you're driving for hours on the freeway or whatever. <laughs> and it's like to... To have that space to even begin that conversation with someone is so important. Yeah. And yeah, and yeah you you do that. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for your well, service. Well, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so you cried in session. What was the last song? I didn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I got teary-eyed. And by the way, it's okay to cry in session as long as, you know, your client's not taking care of you. 
Uh, yeah. But um, but yeah, I got teary eyed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, that's that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the last song you sang to yourself in the car? Like full on belted, <laughs> like. Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. Obviously, we were so Tina and I were just listening to Beyonce, so I don't know if that counts. Like you solo driving. Oh, solo driving. Because I was about to say, like, I think we were part of uh, the hive in that car ride. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely was dancing. Um, so I, I'm a big fan of Lauren Hill. I think mm. she's poetic. Um, she has great music, and. Uh, some girl, I don't, I, honestly, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but it's I-Y-A-M-A-H, and she did a cover of X Factor, and um, it was, I really liked her cover, and I got real into it, mm. and I was like, I was even doing like growly noises, I was Whoa. like, yeah, I was really channeling it, and I was like, oh man, this song, um, so I, I belted it out, and <laughs> that's a hidden talent, by the way. I'm a really good singer alone in my car with the volume up, so. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, my title. Yeah. Um, cool. I want to listen to that song. I'm kind of bummed I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. I'll play it for you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, what is your spirit animal? A wolf. <laughs> <laughs> there was zero seconds for her to think about that. <laughs> Um, definitely a wolf. Uh, I feel I have a very passionate and wild side. Mm. Um, I'm also, I consider myself a leader. Mm -hmm. Um, and I take care of, I take care of my pack. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely a wolf. Yeah. It was just a full moon. And I love full moons. I didn't see you last night. Where were you? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I was running through the yard just howling. (laughs) That's amazing. When did you discover? Because I feel like spirit animal can either be like a silly question or like a true like, yeah, I actually connect to this this creature that I can learn a lot from. Yeah. So I have this amazing, amazing, powerful woman Mm -hmm. who does massages. She's Native American. Um, She is a healer in her tribe and a prayer warrior. And she's been giving me, she's given me three massages and all three have changed my life. Yeah. Like legitimately. Um, and the last one, I kind of just really got in touch with myself and that inner me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like my little kid in me too. And I explored it and I was like, dude, I'm definitely a wolf. And um, so cool. I embrace it and I... I'm a woman running with wolves for sure. Yeah. Definitely a wolf. (laughs) I love that. Um, Is there any, I mean, you obviously don't have to like, but I think, cheesemas, is there any hot goss in your life? (laughs) (laughs) We have to be careful. We can't like say all the hot goss, but. My clients are going to come up and like, so (laughs) tell me about so-and-so. Or just anything exciting that you're. Yeah, so really riding a wave off of <clears throat> this podcast is the number one. Hey, um, I don't know how it's gonna be, I don't know who's gonna listen, but I'm gonna appreciate every listener mm-hmm. and the whole process. Mm-hmm. So that's like the one, but I mean, <laughs> I have some crushes, I guess. Yes, I love a good crush. <laughs> Um, I have two crushes right now, and Hello. I just and I don't feel like that's bad, you know. Scandalous. <laughs> you what? <laughs> so, um, one he's actually 
older. Ooh. <laughs> he's not like grandpa old, but yeah. he's older Gross. than me. <laughs> he's definitely older than me. Um, he's a really nice guy. Good. Yeah. I, I feel like, I don't know. And then there's... <laughs> No, like, I'm, like, I don't know if I, like, want to share so much, because in case, like, these oh, no, people, or people yeah. are, like, wait, who Yeah, who we they? don't need any, like... <laughs> More cheese, <chisme. laughs> Yeah. No, I guess, yeah, no, I think having crushes is... Yeah, is... and then the other one is actually younger. You know, I like diversity. Caught <laughs> in the middle. And, um, they're both very, very, very nice guys. They're both very handsome. Um... And I don't know. I'm just, I'm just here. I'm like 30, fl- <laughs> what is it? 30? 30 flirty and thriving. Yes. <laughs> well, and I think that's like the fun thing about a crush is like, yeah. there's no like major expectations besides the like, Ooh, I'm just going to like enjoy this. And yeah. And who doesn't like a good flirt, you know? Exactly. So whatever. I love that. <laughs> um, I have, I have so many crushes. <laughs> The barista, <laughs> there's these bakers. Oh, the baker boys, yeah, yeah. I've heard about them. Anyways, I think they're just fun, because you can just kind of entertain this, like, silly idea. Yeah, well, uh-huh. sometimes it might not be silly, but, you know. True, 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 true. Um, and I think to kind of, we can kind of start to wrap, wrap it up, maybe, but yeah. what are your, like, hopes and dreams for this, like, space? And Yeah, so, um, for this podcast, I'm hoping to touch on really tough subjects that, people might feel uncomfortable talking about Mm -hmm. or they always wonder about and maybe don't know where to go uh don't have really information my main goal is to destigmatize mental health Mm -hmm. um in a fun way (laughs) because it's already talk about it yeah because it's already like a tough subject um with tons of content like i mean there's the science part there's the research part there's the life part Mm -hmm. you know there's the full-on experience and so um, definitely destigmatizing mental health, bringing in the culture, bringing yeah. in the society, having, um, you know, tough conversations. You know, sometimes it might just be me talking. Sometimes I, you know, want to bring people in that specialize in a certain topic like mm-hmm. addiction or sex or relationships. <clears throat> um, yeah, and just really pick their brain, um, get a good dialogue going, just make it you know, make it fun, make it set out that knowledge, you know, I want everyone to be empowered. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like my, my biggest goal and, and what I hope that this brings to people, um, especially in LA driving in traffic <laughs> or anywhere else. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that's really powerful and I mean, I, I don't live in L.A. I live in Seattle, so you know I'm going to be tuning in and listening. Yes, um, tell all your friends. <laughs> obviously, Instagram, all that stuff, Cheesemas. Yeah, and tables. I think I, like, I, you know, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and I know there's <clears throat> a bunch of, like, Latino women particularly, and men, but um, doing similar things, whether yeah. it's talking about, you know, culture, whether it's talking about... You know, just society issues or like things that are going on or things that hot have topics. impacted us. Yeah, you know, yeah. hot topics, you know, those buzzwords and whatnot. Um, and then people also just being more open about mental health mm-hmm. because everyone has something, everyone has a True. story, everyone goes through tough times. And I don't think it means that you are crazy, I don't think it means that you're a bad person or that you're damaged. I think 
everyone goes through something. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes you need some extra support. You need to get your people to rally around you um, until you rise up, you know? And so (laughs) that's what I want to do. I'm hoping that these episodes, I kind of want to, I think I'm going to be calling them sessions, you know, get that therapy play. (laughs) Yeah. So each session, I think I'm shooting for like between 30 and 45 minutes. um, Cause an hour, I mean, that's a long time for someone. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, let's go. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I'm shooting for like 30 to 45 minutes a session and um, I'm open to topics and suggestions and how to make it better. So yeah just subscribe listen tune in hit me up with any comments suggestion i'm open i'm down i'm here yeah so yeah and i feel like i mean just one last piece but i think once you it's like if you're ever experiencing something and i know this has happened to me of like oh man i'm feeling really anxious or and even then like not even having the word anxious but just like oh man i'm feeling really stressed and nervous and doing little things can sometimes be overwhelming and then once you hear someone else it's like oh yeah like I was feeling that last week. You're like, oh, like other people are feeling this. Or like, <laughs> you know, that's like a mental health thing. Or even if it's like, I don't know, as someone who's identified, as someone who identifies as a female, like when you have like certain emotions and things and expectations with family and it's like, wait, what, why do I feel like this? And then someone else talks about it and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, you're, you have cramps too. Like, <laughs> I'm not the only one who's dying. <laughs> <laughs> or just snorting what that's embarrassing <laughs> you know or like whatever oh like your farts smell bad too crazy yeah or like oh my god your dad does that my dad does yeah, that exactly and so i think like that's like such a cool way to like start connections and then just get mm-hmm. people like realizing that like yeah what i feel is like important and validating those feelings and experiences yeah and like just to get like the knowledge out there because yeah. there's going to be people you know that are like oh i feel this I didn't know that that's what it was mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. huh that happened to me like maybe I should go talk to someone or that was something I didn't know and like actually created a shift or mm-hmm. you know made me think about it in a different way like maybe it's not this person being a dick like maybe it's me yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know and taking responsibility for yourself too totally. so yeah I just I just want to have conversations and and be really real really authentic yeah you know because yeah. That's what I'm about, and that's what I want. Keep it real. Yeah, others to be about, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> um, well, I think that's, like, those are all my questions that I have so far, and I think this is a really special special place. I'm honored thanks. to be. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> be the, the host in this, in this situation, <laughs> but I think you're going to do an incredible job, um, and I want to come back if you'll have me. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much. Um, for flying out from Seattle. Just for this podcast. Just for this one. <laughs> Actually, it's Easter weekend, so it's okay, though. It's mainly me. Yeah, not really. <laughs> Big family. Gotta be here. Yeah, so thank you again. Um, tune in, guys, to Chisme Hello. y Consejos. Um, Chisme and Consejos. And uh, to, to listen to some good conversations. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Thanks again to uh, the little Primo Daniel for hooking up the jingle um, and all this scientific equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like also just like a bunch of other family members like being super supportive and being like, yeah, you should do it. Yeah, everyone's been so dope. Um, So I appreciate all of you. So thank you and uh, see you in a week. Bye. Adios.